Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What is going on? It is time for the Nintendo Powercast Players Pulse, where I take a look at the hottest of takes from our community and discuss them right here on the show. And we got some doozies today. If you're watching the gameplay, either on YouTube or on Spotify, you are seeing Mario Sunshine because that is one of our main topics for today's Players Pulse. And uh, I want to let you guys know if you want to get involved in the conversation, all you got to do. Head on over to the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord, and uh, head over to the Players Pulse. Leave your hot takes there. Some, I will put out topics that you guys can you can comment on. Others, just bring, if you got a hot take, you're like, yo, I just saw this commercial. I just saw this direct. I just saw this video talking about this. Bring your hottest takes. Like, this is a, this is a place for you just to share your opinion. We're not all going to agree, and that doesn't matter. That's what makes this fun. We all, I get to see everybody's different perspectives and we get to, we get to have some food for thought when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Nintendo. So excited to, to see what you guys bring. It can be about a game. It can be about a system, you know, it, whatever, whatever you want to give your hot take on head on over to players pulse. You can also, like I said, leave it in the comment section. I'm going to try to get to, you know, the different areas. Maybe you see this on Twitter or whatever the case is. 
For sure, if you want your comment read, though, and to be part of the conversation, I say head on over to the Discord, to the Player's Pulse area, and uh, we're going to jump into this thing. So, Gamer Guy Lou says, Super Mario Sunshine is the best 3D Mario so far. It had an interesting story, took place outside of the traditional Mushroom Kingdom, added to the lore by introducing Bowser Jr., also called Peach his mom, which adds a strange bit of lore, although later denied it by the end of the game and provided an interesting mechanic, Flood, that didn't require power-ups or Mario-changing forms. I know it gets a lot of hate, particularly due to the inverted Flood controls. A uh, little, little quick hot take for me, I prefer inverted, so it uh, to me it's the, way, it's the way the game should be played, but I digress. Uh, but I feel that the game deserves way more credit than it gets. Nate jumped into the conversation and said, I love Sunshine. My first time playing it ever was on 3D All-Stars, and I thought it was fantastic. Um, Gamer Lou replied with, nice. I've loved it since Christmas of 04 when I got it with my GameCube. Was kind of being a little facetious with my hot take reasoning. But personally, it's always been my favorite 3D Mario. And, uh, you know, of course, Nate, Nate loves that. Cause he loves a little, uh, he loves a little spice in his life. Um, big C says, I love the flood mechanics made moving around so much fun. I remember just cruising around Delfina Plaza with the rocket and the other one messing around with all the different mechanics, seeing if I could get into strange places or something. It was a good time, you know? And I mean, 3d mario games everybody's gonna have a different favorite right like there's there's no question there i've i've never disliked sunshine i always thought it was a fantastic 3d mario game i didn't mind flood at all do i miss the power-ups of course that's one of my favorite aspects of of any of the mario games but as 3d mario games go i really don't know that there is a bad one it's like it's like trying to rank it's just trying to rank like fantastic games. It's not, it's not something that's, that's easy to, to, to pick, right? I think nostalgia plays a big part. Oftentimes people will go with the one that they played first. I, I put more time into sunshine before I even played 64. I love sunshine. The reason I didn't finish it is because I was trying to get all of the sprites and all of the areas. And I honestly think I needed to progress further and go back, but I didn't, I didn't like doing that. And because of that, I never, I never completed the game. So I'm say I'm stating it here. This will be a game that I complete this year. All right. Maybe we do another like 24 hour stream or do two 12 hour streams. And we just focus on 3d Mario games and we see how many we can beat in that time period. I, you know what? That actually sounds really fun. So that might be what we do. And uh, we'll we'll knock out Mario sixty four as quickly as possible, and then jump into uh, jump into Sunshine. I think I think this is a good plan because I want to complete this one. It's again, I never had any issues with it other than I got frustrated, and then I stopped I stopped uh, playing just because I got I got so annoyed, which is which is unfortunate because again I I really enjoyed it, but I tried and tried and tried. And I think if you're watching the gameplay right now, I think it was on this level and. I would run out of water trying to fly out to this one sprite and I could not for the life of me grab it. And it, it, it was one of those things. It was probably just out there teasing me. Maybe it was a level I chose and I wasn't doing something correctly. And uh, so uh, again, I don't know, but uh, I do want to go back. So we'll have to decide though, as I'm thinking about it, I don't know. Do we do all 3d Mario games or do we try to maybe 100% sunshine and kind of make it a community focused uh 
community focused stream where you guys help me out. That might even be more fun because I do want to complete this game. And because I didn't 100% it the first time, I kind of want to make sure that happens this time. So we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll discuss it within, uh, within the, the community here and, and see which direction we end up going, but I know we're going to have some fun with it regardless. The second quest chimes in on sunshine. It says sunshine is highly underrated. Some may disagree, but the way each level is visually connected to each other effectively makes it one of the most uh, makes it the only open world Mario game, especially compared to the generally tiny linear levels in galaxy and it's relatively large playground also made it the most exploration focused Mario game. Well, Odyssey probably surpasses there now he says, um, uh, and the flood nozzles helped address issues with 3D platforming that were still often ignored, i.e. the hover giving you time to correct the depth perception issues, etc. Yeah, I don't remember like hating, hating on flood. And I think the thing that I liked the most about Sunshine was uh, the, the world, the, these different characters, Mario going on vacation, like everything just kind of felt different and very Nintendo you know, like, like Nintendo got very creative with this one. And, uh, you also gonna, you could kind of see them utilizing the power of the GameCube as compared to the 64 with just the way, like the, the bosses were bigger. The, the areas were bigger. The, the colors were vibrant. Everything was just, everything was just really dialed with, uh, with, with sunshine I felt. And, uh, so it is, I would say it is highly underrated. And again, some people, because of flood, they just couldn't, they couldn't get into it. And uh, I understand, like, I get it. The music is one thing that I don't think anybody could disagree is fantastic, especially those acapella, um, no flood levels like that really were a, uh, somewhat of a throwback to 64 and also felt very, very galaxy. Uh, fantastic absolutely absolutely fantastic just loved it so sunshine i think i think is some top tier um up there at the top of the list when it comes to the 3d mario games myself but again that is like they're all so good now second quest is uh is giving me some responses to my thoughts on nintendo going pc and so let's take a look here. It says, as far as Nintendo on PC going software focused, I think your prediction is going to fall short there in 64, Josh. And again, guys, this is, uh, this is the place to have these discussions and we can go back and forth and, uh, and, and hash things out and, and see what conclusions we draw, right? It's, it's, there's not really an issue of being right or wrong. It's conversation. And that's what makes this fun. So Thinks that they think the prediction is going to fall short, mainly because of two things. And it's the same ones that dispelled my similar suggestions back in the Wii U era. One, Nintendo sees himself as a hardware hardware sellers as hardware sellers first. The games move the hardware. Obviously, there's more to it than just that, but on a basic level, they'll be more stubborn than other companies, especially since they tend to sell hardware at a profit level earlier in the life cycles or from the start. Uh, than their competitors. This is very true. 
I, I don't disagree. I completely see where you're coming from. Um, somewhat tied to the above, but Nintendo will never give up the level of control over their properties. It's one thing consistent throughout their entire history. It continues, they're too specific about how their products are marketed, referred to, too specific about, about controlling distribution, and are quick to shut down any modifications or alterations to their products that might misrepresent them. They barely and inconsistently allow uh, tournaments as, as it is. Uh, do you really think they're going to allow other platforms um, allow a, let's see, allow play across other open platforms? Heck, Nintendo is currently resistant to other services playing across their own system. Placing theirs on others would be even a greater leap. So all of these arguments. I, I don't I don't disagree with what I could see because I, as I read through this I've kind of been mulling it over and thinking about it a little bit and one of the things that kind of got me thinking is what if Nintendo had their own launcher on PC what if they had their own launcher so you couldn't get their games anywhere but on their launcher had to be played through their launcher and maybe that gives them another level of control when it comes to their games being modded and uh, used in ways that they wouldn't approve of i don't even know if it's possible i'm just a guy with a microphone talking about video games but it's something that popped into my mind you guys i know there's somebody out there listening that knows better maybe that doesn't make any difference at all once it's once it's on the pc they can do they can do what they want with it but i do know this Games like Smash Bros. Ultimate being modded all the time. I've seen plenty of streams that have like, you know, SpongeBob being played as, uh, you know, P Pikachu or whatever the case. I'm just throwing out random, random characters here. But I have seen that happen. So there are instances where, you know, these games are still being played, I assume, on on PC or else modded switches, but they're still getting online as well, which I really thought Nintendo would, uh, would, would clamp down on that, um, hard, but maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It just seemed like that wouldn't be something they would be too, uh, too okay with, you know? So again, I don't know if the launcher thing is a possibility for them, but that seems like a direction that they could take this to allow their games on PC because again, it opens them up just to sell more software. And as Nintendo can sell more software, become more profitable, we get more games, we get, we get them taking greater risks as they see greater profits coming in. And, uh, you know, when I say risks, I'm referring to things like bringing back old, uh, old IP like punch out. And I know there's people out there that would love to see like wave race and, and 1080. There's, there's, there's lots of games out there that people would like to see, make a, make a comeback. When Nintendo's healthy, that's the kind of stuff we see from them. Do, will it ever happen? I don't know. I don't know, but I think Xbox was, is kind of been leading the way with getting their games on PC. PlayStation followed suit, and I'm sure it's been to uh, uh, I'm sure it has helped their 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 profits. And so, does Nintendo pay attention to that stuff? Sometimes, maybe you know, Nintendo also kind of plays to the beat of their own drum. We all know that to be very true as well. So we'll just have to uh, we'll just have to wait and see. It'll it would be a couple years down the road. And again. 
is it is it dependent upon how the next switch sells is that going to be a factor are games like the next animal crossing going to be able to push the next switch to have as many sales as the current one hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with royal caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in north america you don't just go for a road trip you atv and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I think think Nintendo is going to surprise us a little bit. A lot of analysts are saying they won't won't see as the, the same amount of success. But if they really lean into some of their big titles like Animal Crossing, Smash Bros., etc., I, I, I don't know. I think in Mario Kart, especially if, and they come out with some possibly free to play games that really, that's the only place you can play them. They're not available anywhere, but the, uh, uh, but the, the, the switch two or even the switch one, if, if things work out that way, I don't know. There's a, there's a very real possibility. And the other factor in all of it, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the the hardware sales is the economy, right? A lot of people bought switches with, with money that they uh, wouldn't typically have thanks to the pandemic, right? They were getting that extra, the, the extra unemployment checks and a lot of switches were purchased and a lot of games were purchased because we had nothing else to do, but to sit around and, and play games. So that is, that is definitely a factor. But they also got a lot of us hooked on on Animal Crossing. So that may still be able to have quite the pull. We'll just have to wait and see. Moving on here from, from Rami, it says, Hello, love this Pulse idea in the PowerCast. My hot take, and he put a picture of, uh, of, of pancakes, which I think is fantastic, is Luigi's Mansion 3 is the only one in the series I've played was unbearable to me. Every two steps, the little doctor would call me to explain something and force me to do these tutorials. I just could not take it anymore and traded the game in for Zelda Skyward Sword. I reached the Guiji part, but when another forced tutorial started, I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't and put it down. I think a good game should let me learn how to play while playing, not interrupt me as I try to play. Now, what I love about this take is earlier in one of our other episodes, I believe Nate said, and I can scroll up here. I think it's in this, uh, in these messages. It's, he says, let's see. I think, oh, come on. I know it's here. He says, Luigi's Mansion is the best Mario game on the Switch. So definitely a hot take from Nate there. This is the complete opposite side of that coin. This is saying the game is the game was trash because it it 
it couldn't teach you to play while playing. It literally stopped and gave you tutorials, which uh, which Rami was not a fan of. And I, I, I get it. I understand it. That can, that uh, that that could be a bit of a deterrent. For me, I just you know, I think after playing Dark Moon on the on the DS and the game mechanics being what they were with uh, with the Poltergust and the the way it's just not a typical like 3d um mario adventure game right it's uh it's it's more of a of a survival horror light if you will I, I, it made sense to me that the tutorials were the way they were but i i get it if if that's not your thing like of course i mean trade it in get get skyward sword and uh and and have at it. Don't let Johnny Bo hear that you traded in Luigi's Mansion Three for Skyward Sword because he will have a very hot take about that. Who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll bring it up in the uh, in the next episode with them and uh, and see and see what they say. But you know, you, you got to go with what you like, what you enjoy, and and what makes you uh, what makes you happy while you're spending your precious time uh, playing games. And if the tutorials weren't it for you, hey, it makes sense that you would uh, that you would move past it. Lastly, we've got we've got a hot take from Wind Waker 2024, aka Brian. And uh, it says Kirby is Mario for children. It's literally designed for stupid, weak babies. If you are over the age of 13, you should be ashamed of buying it. So there you go. There is the uh, the hottest of takes from this this player's pulse. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean I don't know. I, 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 I guess I'm, uh, I guess I should be ashamed. I don't mind. I don't mind the Kirby games. I think they're, I think they're a good time. I think Kirby as a character is just fun. Kirby's got a, a level of nostalgia for me that he really shouldn't have. Honestly, it's not like I owned it as a kid, but I would play it on Game Boy on the, on the bus rides, uh, from school. And I, 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 I really had a I really had a good time with it. I don't think the I don't think the older games are nearly as easy as the newer games. And sure, the very first one on the Switch relatively easy, but I think uh, I, I think they made some they made some improvements throughout uh, throughout the the life cycle of the games on the Switch. And some of them have some really good ideas. One of them, the uh, I can't remember the name of it, but where you get in the mech, really reminded me of Mega Man X, and I I I enjoyed that one quite a bit. I thought it was, I thought it was very well done and was always a, a good time. Every time I, I played it on my, on my 3ds XL, but, uh, you know, there there's, I, I can, I can see the take, I can appreciate it. And, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of a Nintendo Powercast players pulse guys, bring your hot takes. All right. One of the questions that you can answer is, how many games do you think Nintendo is going to be uh, getting from Xbox? Like we have a, a podcast from Xbox on Thursday. That's going to be talking about the future of their brand. There's all kinds of rumors escalating, um, escalating all over the place about new, like uh, first party Xbox games, like hi-fi rush, sea of thieves. And, uh, uh, is it called? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but, uh, Pentiment or something like that. I, I can't remember the name. It's from, it's from obsidian. And, uh, that, that game is going to be supposedly making its way to, uh, to switch. So kind of interesting that 
that that could be the case. And and what else what might we see? I've seen I saw people tweeting at me saying they would love to see Rare Replay and uh, the Master Chief Collection. Do you guys want to play Halo on Switch? Could the older games be a a good choice for the Switch or the Switch Two? I think they could. I wouldn't even mind on the Switch Two seeing a, a version of Infinite. I think the the newer the the new Switch could probably run Infinite. Would it be my choice? No, I'd still play it on my Xbox. But just for people that are that are you know single console households, where the Switch or the Switch Two becomes their main their main console, having the more more games the merrier. Not to mention, Fortnite has shown everybody what games as a service can do. And that's exactly what Halo Infinite is. So the more places that it can be played, the more chances Microsoft has to make money with it. So it's going to be an interesting couple of days. Are we going to see a direct on Thursday? Is that why Microsoft is speaking on Thursday? Because the news of these games is going to be dropping. That could very well be the case. I've got, I've, I've been seeing some hot takes from Johnny saying there's no way that they're going to, they're going to give us a direct this week because they've given us too much information in, in tweets on, uh, on X. And so it's, it's not going to happen. It's going to be an interesting time for sure. But uh, I want to hear from you guys. Bring all those hot takes to the, the player poll section of the Discord. Again, n64josh.com slash Discord. Jump on in. Come hang out. Come chat. And uh, these are a blast, you guys. I really, really enjoy seeing all of your takes, all of your opinions. And uh, can't wait to see what, what future episodes bring. So you're all amazing. And we will see you in the next one. Bye now. Thank you.